Hello and welcome to the Tapeworms Podcast. It's a special one today. I'm Tony Tapeworm. We have Caesar. Hello, how are you doing? We've got Freddie here. Hey, how you going? <laughs> and we got Willie too. Oh, yes, of course. So we've got the whole squad here. I mean, we don't have all the tape rooms, yeah. but we've got a fun thing going on. Um <laughs> this week yeah and we're here to tell you everything you know roll the intro And now for the kickoff segment, it is One Sip Worms, your favorite beer review show. Yeah. Okay, so today is the FML, Stone Fear Movie Lions. I don't know what this means, but yeah, uh, just like random. <laughs> it's very, uh, it kind of looks like, like if a, a sports car was turned into a beer. Yeah, it's kind of a chromatic mm, uh, wow. It yes. looks like middle age and looks like a midlife crisis in a can. Has a little devil on it, so yes, it's getting you on that. How do you say devil in Spanish? Diablo. Diablo. Diablito. All right, so I'm going to get, I'm probably going to Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying what is in the front. An unfiltered double IPA. <laughs> Yeah, I came. I came uh, guns a blazing on this. Wow, you're gonna chug it all, or yeah, I'm gonna drink this once. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I can't really read the description from where I am. Okay, yeah. Okay, number one, can poor can design on the text. I know who puts a white can with like <laughs> white lettering, silver lining. Okay. Whoa. I don't want to read the whole description. And then filter. Oh, is it called FML? Yeah. Yeah. Don't Be- fuck my life. It's a fear movie lion. Yeah. yeah. Which. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I guess that too. I mean, it, it tastes like an unfiltered double IPA. I'll tell you that. All right. I'm just, let's do the smell first. Oh yeah, that's a very fruity. <sighs> <laughs> but my whole nose in it. He's like sensitive because he could see the smell. So mm-hmm. just, he's really Irish. Whoa. You have synesthesia? That one's strong. So. Oh, shoot, I know. So does Kanye. That one's strong. Not. Whoa. What's the best state by this? Okay, this one is not. This one's actually enjoyed by June 30th. It went straight through me. I gotta go to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> This one's not bad. Um, it's very strong, though. I think it's maybe a little... Mine is expired. Um, no, it's not. Oh, no, there was. Dude, that's, that's the second week you got expired beers. <laughs> I just needed to read the fine print. Well, mine on March 2nd, but it's Best Buy, June 30th. 1936. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's go with the things... Uh, on the nose, it's very pungent. It's like very pungent. you smell it, and it's like you sm- you smell like a like this um, like a big vat of hops. You know what's interesting to me though is that the the harsh bitterness hits you right in the beginning, but it, the aftertaste is very fruity. Yeah, I gotta say, yeah, the, the, it, it's harsh at the start, and then the finish, the aftertaste is more of a it's. The pink um, is definitely <laughs> what? Oh no, that's not, <laughs> that's not how it's here. It's bitter at the start, and then it washes over. Do you guys like rate these? <laughs> I mean, what I mean is give like a t- at ten out of some score. I mean, some. Do you like listen to the podcast? No, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, no. If you don't know, right here we rate it. We not only rate it, we also give it an ideal vibe. Oh, okay, ideal vibe. You don't want to anything like me. I'm I'm an avid podcast listener, but I will literally play like ten different podcasts throughout the day and only listen to like act, like thirty minutes of it. Yeah, majority it's just playing while I do things. I go to the climax. And you want it. I thought, well, <laughs> well, <here's a> <laughs> 
So Caesar's pre-coming, you're climaxing. Freddy, where, where are you at right now? How are you? Freddy's a watcher. Dude, I'm, I'm at erectile dysfunction. <laughs> I'm probably around a half, half chub right now with this. Okay, never mind. Um, ideal vibe. Brewery. For some reason, if I'm drinking an IPA, I want to be sitting in a brewery eating pretzels, talking to some homies. Because I read as FML, I would give it the vibe of just like a shitty day, and you just reach for an FML. It's just a fuck my life. Yeah, look at this color, though. It's so amber. <laughs> it's like crazy. Like you can't even see through it. Um, yeah, I got to say, ideal vibe is uh, I'm watching a movie because it has a fear of movie lines. What's a... Ooh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Now watch that movie and drink this beer. It's a good... Is Stone Brewery local? Uh, Is that a downy? We should check it out when things... uh, Yes. Okay, so... Let me read. Brewed and canned by Stone Brewing Escondido. Mm. Oh, San Diego. Yeah, Escondido. There's Encinitas in the coast and then Escondido a little bit east of that. Sometimes they get them mixed up, but Escondido is a little bit inland north of San Diego. They have a really cool sculpture garden there. I feel like you could sniff that work and then it'll look like a monster or like just like an energy drink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not true. saying everyone should do that. I'm <laughs> not saying you should drink at work, but if you wanted to, you should have this beer. That's the ideal vibe. <laughs> ideal vibe, drink it up. Uh, you know what? If you're working from home, you're drinking out there. Yeah. Don't don't get me started. Um, <laughs> let's see. Score. Mm, I'm gonna. I I liked last week's better, even though it wasn't as uh, fresh. Yeah, but uh, I'm giving it a six point. Oh. Uh, five. Six, five, five. Five. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7.3. Wow. I like IPAs. And I, I hope I'm not contradicting myself because uh, we've reviewed a couple, a handful at this point. Yeah. And uh, I should probably review my old ratings and see if I'm being consistent or if maybe just one day it hits you better than another day, you know? Like, for some reason, if it's like a cold, gloomy day, if I drink an IPA on one of those days, it's just a vibe. <laughs> It's so hot, dude. And for some reason, it is a little gloomy today after it being like a super oh, hot day. Right, huh? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Why don't we, guys? I want to mention. Oh, well. Let me see a little bit later. But say, you, sound, you sound like it's important to you. Yeah, well, dude, like the weather, it's like as soon as the coronavirus started, the whole epidemic, and then everyone was forced to stay in their homes. It was increasing gloomy. I don't know if you guys remember those first few weeks. Yeah, it was very gloomy. It was raining a lot. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I'm not saying like that the government's controlling the weather or anything, but what the hell? Wait, how do you go from that to just, how do you go from A to B with the government controlling the weather? I don't know. Or someone controlling something. And then in addition to that, the census is going on at the same time. I guess that's why I'm linking them all because what the hell? You got census, you got weather that's keeping you inside, you got general. The population being kept inside by the government. I'm not saying. So, what do you think their motive here? Their ultimate motive? Maybe to finally get the census done right and like. <laughs> it's it's all conspiracy from the from the from the census bureau <laughs> to get a hundred percent participation rate. <laughs> That's taking over America. Speaking about the government, have you guys seen this article that came out yesterday about the Pentagon and the UFOs? Oh, Dude, what's up with that? I I don't know what. what? So I, I came I came across this article on the BBC, and it was like Pentagon releases UFO videos for the record, and I was like, okay, this is probably fake. Then I see it on the New York Times, and I see it on a bunch of other news articles. Like, All right, there might be something to it. The Pentagon released this, like three different videos showing like two of them were like from Navy pilots saying they recorded um, interactions with UFOs. And, you know, yeah, look at like this, the fact that the Pentagon just admitted that these are, in fact, UFOs. They couldn't identify what they were. But UFO doesn't mean like alien, you know, green guy with the two two big eyeballs, right? I mean, I don't know, man. Who Who's flying that? 
Like, like I don't want to go back to my conspiracy theories, but maybe, maybe that's how they're priming us. They're slowly getting it's a us senses worker. <laughs> <laughs> they're like purposely leaving us at home so that they could slowly feed us information, such as like aliens are coming, but they're doing it slowly with UFOs. Then in the following weeks, it's, it's yeah, dude. It's like um, it's like a taper. You know, you feed them slowly so they get used to it, so it's not a big shock. I mean. I don't know, man. I, I, if you look between the lines, it's kind of interesting. This all comes out in the middle of an outbreak. It kind of makes you think, like, what's the, what's the next move here, Chief? I mean, <laughs> putting, putting the, the possibility that it might be aliens aside, I want to like say potentially there's like this one navy, like, like major or whatever that's like been forced by the government saying like you got to release this soon. And then now he's like, okay, well, there's all this stuff going on. This is probably a good time to release this. So that everyone can get really, yeah, no, nobody really is going to care because there's more better thing, more pressing things yeah. to worry about. And so that doesn't mean that he just was like, let me just release this. Everyone's going to think it's aliens if I do it any other time. This is a good time because it won't cost too much of a ruckus. I, yeah, dude. I mean, dude, let's just like 2020 has been a weird year, man. It seems like every month just gets progressively just like we start off with World War Three. And then like a new virus, and then we're in a quarantine, and now there's UFOs exist. What's I, I, I'm calling it right now, man? May is about to be the second coming of Jesus Christ. This dude is running the North Korea now. Uh, is he? Yeah. Okay, now he's a vegetable. It's okay, dude. He's in the gulag. He'll be back. He, he'll gulag out. Gulag <laughs> thing is, is this like it's a jail, right? No, I don't. It's, it's it's a war zone thing. So like when you die in the game, you have a chance of coming back in a one v one. So you know he's just got a gulag against Osama bin Laden. One of them will come back. Anything? It's a cod thing. Uh, it's a COD. yeah. It was a war zone thing. Uh, I've seen I've seen it a lot on like social media before I disengaged. But um, <laughs> yeah. before you I went mean, under the radar, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It, were you aware of the Gulag thing? He plays Nintendo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, is that a meme or what's going on? It's like a meme that's it's, Yeah, it's kind of been a meme. But what I'm saying is like, it's just been weird, dude. And like, I don't know how to make sense of it. I, I brought it up to these guys the day, the day before last. But it's just like, how is this? How is like nobody freaking out in the streets? Like the government just said, UFOs after trying to disprove every theory for decades now it's just said yeah they're real like nonchalantly in the world just doesn't even bat an eye well it's not that they well it's because they're they're occupied with the whole being annoyed at staying at home and then it's like oh we kind of expected as you saw with the memes in the past remember they were like you know April aliens are coming wow Hey, hey, dude, 4th of July is about to be lit, dude. I hope Will, somebody better call Will Smith. Oh. <laughs> um, another thing that someone was talking to me about was what if they're trying to keep, like, higher power, I don't know, that they're trying to keep us inside so that we don't notice a larger thing going on. Maybe something more sinister, such as UFOs doing some sort of operation in the large Imagine that. Wouldn't that be crazy? Your rival? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, that's what they do. It's it's gonna be okay. Well, I have to say this, you guys. Willie's idea about the government controlling the weather is not far fetched. There's a real program called HARP, which manipulates the weather by sending um, ions into the into the stratosphere. So you kind of create storm clouds at will. So at the same time. Uh, it's mid or it's like mid to late spring and like spring is known to have you know weird weather patterns it's the ufos man in easter though it was i'm not like, sure what they're trying to get me to buy at this point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to get you to understand everything's a lie caesar uh, i lied to your whole life fishy's going on i don't know i just feel it well, there's definitely fishy things going on in the world right now nothing makes sense but yeah I okay. As someone who almost worked for the census, I can tell you that <laughs> no grounds that strut, like the census is whack. Did you they, know a spacecraft when you went for the interview? Oh my god! I, I never <laughs> talked to anyone in face to face. It was only through the phone. I almost, I almost did it. 
But no, the, the way their administration is so slow, their systems are so slow. Anything with the U.S. government, you can't trust. Like they're not anywhere near. Protus, Protus, you gave up getting a ride on the spaceship, dude. Like you just turned that down. They wouldn't. Okay, there was some issue with my application, and it was why I just said f this census. Maybe they're just like trying really hard to get all the people that forget to fill out their application. <laughs> or it's, send out job apps and people fill them out and then they're like, all right, we got the information. <laughs> no, no, I almost did and they kept on calling me, but what I think maybe it was the case is that they didn't want me to work in the end because in the end, they didn't, they didn't want me to, I could have had some information that I could have leaked. Maybe I could too much. Pretty much, so they didn't want me. Hey, maybe. Yeah, they, they interviewed you, and they're like, wow, this isn't a mindless puppet that we can manipulate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what do you guys, what do the tapers think about it before we get flagged by the CIA for knowing too much? We're going to slowly disappear? Yeah, dude, we're going to get disappeared. This is the last tapers podcast. I'm thinking of just, like, saying something, but then, like, as I say something, like, my voice goes, <laughs> like... <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. You can kill me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's stupid. Um, I think well, I already said it. I, I don't think there's any big conspiracy. Really, I don't. I, I don't know. Who's flying those things, man? Like those things don't move like anything terrestrial. I'm just. I'm just hoping that like we get some sort of like if I don't know. I'm just. I'm just like thinking. Very far ahead. If we do have aliens, you know, that'd be pretty awesome. Hopefully, we can lead some alien um, interspecies gatherings. That'd be great. You know? <laughs> Are um, you trying to fucking alien, Willie? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> trying to date an alien? Well, I'm open to the idea, but I'm not <laughs> very open minded. I, I don't know. We'll see. Depends if, if the alien's thick or not. Yeah. Freddy is speciest. <laughs> I keep the species pure. Species folk. That'd be pretty cool. How much the first person to date an alien? How much would an alien have to resemble a human for you to to, to get? Hey, nothing. Honestly, so it could like what it could have to be one huge. It was just like a huge butt looking thing. (laughs) Maybe really will say what's up. So what if it's like more? What if it looks like a monkey? I I I don't know, man. (laughs) So so are you saying that (laughs) it being an alien in itself turns you on because? Actually, yeah, that's really exotic, yeah. So, it's, yeah, exactly. It has an accent. Yep. So stand like a so stand a, a, a normal monkey and an alien monkey that look exactly like yeah, monkey from Mars. So knowing that the monkey is just from Mars alone would turn you on. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. what if they're us? Communication between us. So I'm, I'm I'm just generally hoping for like those aliens that can communicate through the mind. Which just the thought of being where no man has been before. Okay, that is. <laughs> So how how far could the alien be like say like from what if the alien was like a cow? Would you still want to? Oh, I don't I don't know. That's the, that's the interesting. We'll cross that bridge. Yeah, exactly. Well, Willie, I have a question for you, dude. How do you know you're putting it in the right orifice? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, I haven't studied them yet. We haven't had that interview. Yeah, we might not have one species. Exactly. It might be like mental love. Well, there's they're completely non-vocal, non-sentient. Oh, then I can't because I think. What if they have different grounds of consent than what we have as human beings? Right. <laughs> so. Like, what if it was a, an alien that was like exactly like a human, but it was deaf, but if it was it was deaf and blind? Oh shit! Better. <laughs> 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 you know, how will they communicate sign language? All right, I'll use my fingers. So to get to the virus, I pulled up some UFO <laughs> trivia, so we can all get learn more about UFOs together. So that when the time comes to make love with an alien, you're prepared. So I've got 10 cards to put it in. Quick. All right. So you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how well we know our UFOs. (laughs) 
Question number one. Where is Area 51 located? Nevada. California, Nevada, Mexico, or Colorado? Nevada. That's correct. <laughs> you guys got that one. So it's sometimes referred to as Dreamland or Groom Lake. It's a secret military facility located about 90 miles north of Las Vegas, Nevada. Another reason to join the Space Force. As if Dude, maybe that is the Space Force. The UFOs. Dude, I wonder if they might have storm every if they want again this year. If they open, open. Now we have to, bro. Now we have to see the aliens. Because there's UFOs, actually. Yeah. Right. Question number two. You guys are good so far. One out of one. During World War II, U.S. pilots began reporting odd balls of light or shiny metallic spheres that could fly circles around their planes. What were these UFOs called? They're, they're, is it okay? okay we'll we'll, keep, we'll keep it with, uh, with the the multiple choice makes it easy. Know when you say. Is it A pilot lights, B missionary lights, <laughs> sidecar spots, or D Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters. I'm gonna say sidecar. No, it sounds like E. But yeah, I'll go with A. So you'll go with pilot lights. Yeah. The correct answer is. Foo Fighters. Oh, hey, wow. During World War II, U.S. pilots began reporting odd balls of light. These UFOs can be called Foo Fighters. British and Germans also reported seeing these strange lights, and each side thought that they were some sort of secret weapon developed by the enemy. The phenomenon was never explained. Freddy is so intrigued. That could <laughs> yeah. were, were, were there cholos in there? Is that why they were called Foo Fighters? I just gave girl the whole time. Just <laughs> girl up there in a plane. What do you like that one? Right, give me a sec, give me a sec. I need to turn the lights on. It's getting dark in here. How did he come up with fighters? Why? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. Mm-hmm. All right. The Cholo pilot by a first? Foo Fighters. Fighters? Foo, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> when was the earliest known UFO sighting? A, 1200 BC, B, 100 BC, C, 1086, or D, 1941? Wait, no. When was the earliest known UFO sighting? 1200 BC? I'm going to say 10, 1086. Mm-hmm. I know there's one like the rent near like medieval. They sound like hieroglyphics because I know that there was like I, I remember watching the video, so I'll, I'll pick the ten thousand BC thing. Twelve hundred BC. Give me the options again. Twelve hundred BC, hundred BC, one ten six, nineteen forty one. Well, in the US, nineteen forty. And we're not talking about US though. We're talking about the Earth. <laughs> okay, little country that matters to me. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so really, really, you said twelve hundred. Yeah, that is incorrect. Oh. 1086, also incorrect. What? Damn. One, also incorrect. Correct answer, 100 BC. Whatever. That's wow. Crazy. What was that? No one was there. Yeah. So the earliest known report of a UFO sighting was by Julius Obsequens, a Roman writer in 100 BC. He claimed to have seen things like ships in the sky over Italy. Some people also yeah, believe in some people also believe that the Old Testament book of Ezekiel contains a reference to a UFO. The flaming chariot? Uh, and, well, yeah, something about uh, a windstorm coming out of the north and an immense cloud with flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. The center of the fire looks like glowing metal, and in the fire was looked like four living creatures, Ezekiel 1, verse 4 and 5. Okay, bro, you're going to tell me those things aren't aliens flying those UFOs now, dude? What the hell's flying in the air in 100 BC, guys? Come on. Just some crazy clouds and lightning bolts. It was just a crazy weather pattern. There, there's, there's like a, a rule of thumb. It's something's razor. Or some, like it's, it's like a, like whenever you're presented with issues like this, the answer is usually the most logical one, not the most far. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Ozone's razor. The one, the simplest answer is usually the correct answer. Yeah. So if you know the, the Air Force pilots, you know saw something in the air, it makes more sense that it was an an unplanned flight or like a pilot that maybe was logging some hours and forgot to chart it, 
rather than, you know, interplanetary travel. Caesar, you're a fed, bro. Planted <laughs> to, to squash. <laughs> I heard about the tapeworms podcast starting up, and so they sent. <laughs> All right. Number four, around the time of the solar eclipse of July 11th, 1991, remember before we were all even born, what city experienced a wave of UFO sightings? Is oh, I know this one. E, Beijing, C, Mexico City, or D, Hong Kong? Mexico oh. City. Wait, where? What? Around... Hey, stop trying to look. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know the answer. I have to click the answers to know, so I don't even know. I don't know. Las Vegas? It was it was Beijing. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Vegas. Who knows? And what do you guess? Las Vegas, incorrect. Beijing, incorrect. God, Mexico is wow. correct. During the solar eclipse of July 11, 1991, Mexico City experienced a wave of UFO sightings. Um, according to hundreds of eyewitnesses, a bright object hovered over Mexico City for almost 30 minutes before, during, and after the eclipse. It was videotaped by 17 people in different parts of the city. The sightings, which began with the eclipse, continued for several years. After the eclipse, it was reported that the Mayan prophecies had predicted that the total eclipse of July 11, 1991 would usher in two life-altering events, earth changes and cosmic awareness in the form of encounters with the masters of the stars. What? Debunkers, however, have challenged this interpretation of the Dresden Codex, as well as the actual sightings, which they suggest were simply the planet Venus which would have appeared unusually bright during the eclipse. Mm, yeah. You never know, but they didn't say anything about that when we went out, when we were in Mexico City. So was it just a cover-up? I don't know. They know I'm in the- mean, dude, Mexico has one of the highest rates of UFO sightings. For some reason, they just, the pyramids, like all the Aztec pyramids happen to align with the stars. That one, guys. Yeah. That's not by chance. Rookie. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, yeah. they have. No, there is some weird pyramids. There's pyramids. There's all sorts of. We just think about the pyramids where the people that were there. <laughs> there was a lot of like uh, white hippies at the pyramids. There was all sorts of gathering people. energy. I want to go with you guys next. I thought I wish you were there. All right. All right so we are me and Caesar two 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 yeah. two. Who's keeping score? I'm, I'm winning for sure. This is interesting. Oh, no, bro, we're tied, Caesar. We both got two. Yeah, that's ten questions, though. We all got. We all got. Everyone got Nevada right. Um, Foo Fighters. Caesar. Said 100 BC for the earliest. No, you said 1941 because America was the only year. Yeah. One got that one, and then Freddie got Mexico City. So you guys are at two and two. So it's. Two, it's one, two, two. So keep track of that. Make sure he doesn't cheat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, number five. What was the name of the U.S. Air Force's 22-year investigation into the existence of UFOs? Is it A, Project Condor, B, Project Majestic, C, Project Blue Book, or D, X-Files? X-Files. This is Blue Book. I'm going to say Project Condor. What do you say? The blue one. Yeah. Blue Book? So... You say X Files, you say, and you two say Blue Book. Yeah. Sounds yeah. familiar. Oh, Correct answer. Project Blue Book. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. X Files is a show. No. Yeah. <laughs> Operation Condor is the drug war, dude. Dang it. Okay, the U.S. I just okay. The U.S. Air Force conducted a 22-year investigation based out of Air Force Base in Ohio called Project Blue Book, which studied evidence for the existence of UFOs. It went from 1948 to 1969. Freddie, do you remember staying up late when you were a kid and leaving Lebanon? And then at one point, like 2 a.m., a show called like something revealed would come on and it would basically do all types of trivia like this yeah. and talk about aliens? Mysteries revealed? Yeah, dude. What do you think I know so much? <laughs> I could have sworn they talked about how X-Files was a thing. <laughs> Other than the TV show. All I'm going to say is, bro, I've seen some 
We'll, we'll get to that later. All right. So the score tally now is three, three, Caesar two, two. Lily two. Yes. I'm. I'm not playing. I'm just the <laughs> scorekeep. So number six. What is the name of the rancher who many UFO? Okay, a, a study of a UFO is obviously a ufologist, right? Duh. Ufologist. Yeah. Ufologist. <laughs> the who discovered the wreckage of a UFO in July 1947 on his land in Roswell, New Mexico. So, what's the name of the rancher? Is it A. Jesse Marcel? Mar- Marcel. I don't know. B. Roger Rainey, C. George Wilcox, or D. Mac Brazel. These seem like all fake names. <laughs> I'm gonna go with A. Jesse Marshall. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Wilcox. I'm gonna go with Roger. Okay. Correct answer is Mac Brazel. <laughs> no, that's no, not what? what? The fakest name on the list? <laughs> yeah. As in 1947, the rancher named Mac Brazel discovered some unusual debris strewn around his land in Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, the debris had created a shallow gouge several hundred feet long. And, um, yeah. It was supposed to be, I think, like a weather balloon, according to the Air Force. You just Googled it? it? No, I was just researching the X-Files. <laughs> I could have sworn X-Files. X-Files. Although the show is called X-Files, you know they called it X-Files because... There was some government thing about X Files. I think that was just the segment. Like, let's go move to our X Files. So no one got that one, right? So I I have what three or four? Two, two. We're still three, right? I have three because I'm up. I'm up one. It's four, three, three. Okay. I should keep it tally. I I don't know. Not right. I think we were right at three, two. Okay, three, two. Two points for this one. Nobody got points for this one, so we're at three, two. So of course, Freddie got it wrong. So. Oh, I'm waiting. I don't know what you're talking about, Caesar. Competition here. All right. What U.S. president once reported seeing a UFO? Is it A, Jimmy Carter, B, Ronald Reagan, C, John F. Kennedy, or D, Lyndon B. Johnson? Ronald Reagan. You're guessing Jimmy Carter? Yeah. Freddie guesses Reagan? Yeah, I guess Reagan. What? (laughs) <laughs> the other options are JFK or LBJ. JFK. <laughs> That's what you That's they killed JFK, bro. You too. <laughs> Correct answer. Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Jimmy Carter? Wow. He, he observed a UFO in the skies near Leary in southwestern Georgia in 1969. This unidentified flying object, which appeared just after dusk, was a single luminous object about 30 degrees above the horizon that Mr. Jimmy Carter estimated to be about 300 to 1,000 yards away. Carter and about a dozen other men watched the object for about 10 to 12 minutes as it hovered, changed course several times, and eventually disappeared in the distance. During his 1976 presidential campaign, Carter told reporters, it was the darndest thing I've ever seen. It was big. It was very bright. You can't... <laughs> About the size of the moon. We watched it for 10 minutes, but none of us could figure out what it was. One thing's for sure. I'll never make fun of people who say they've seen unidentified objects in the sky. If I become president, I'll make every piece of the information this country has about UFO sightings available to the public and the scientists. Who knows? I mean, obviously he didn't, right? Even though he became president? I don't know. I can't confirm. So, I cannot confirm or deny. So, Lily got that one, right? So, Lily and three with uh, two questions to go. Or three questions, I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Here we go. The organization was founded on May 31st, 1969 to investigate UFO phenomena. Is it A, ASPAM, (laughs) C-U-F-O-S, C-N-I-C-A-P, or D, M-U-F-O-N. That's one. I have no idea. I'm going to say D. Let's say C. Which is it? Is it A-S-F-A-N, C-U-F-O-S, N-I-C-A-P, or M-U-F-O-N? C. A. That's fine. Correct answer is M-U-F-O-N. What did you say, Freddie? I said MUFON. 
whatever. Yeah. It is. It stands for the Mutual UFO Network. What? So he's at four. Is that still on? And uh, let's see. Yeah, every year since 1970, the MUFON has held an annual symposium open to the public as a means of sharing information. Dude, they, they have a website where you can track sightings around you. If you put your area code, they give you a whole bunch of sightings, like, and sometimes some entity encounters around you. Entity encounters? Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's go to the one after everything. Two more questions. What is the name of the hidden base near Area 51 where Robert Lazar claims to have worked for the U.S. government reverse engineering an alien spacecraft? Is it B6, this was an M1, oh, M4, wait. or U10? Okay. Is it the, the secret base? Is it called B6, one, S4, or U10? Can you read them again? I can't. S4. Okay. You want to read the, just the answer to the question, too? Just the, just the answers. Was it U10. B6, M1, S4, or U10? I'm going to say M1. U10. Really? I'm sorry. B6 is incorrect. M1, incorrect. S4. That's correct. I'm sorry. U10 was incorrect. <laughs> I changed my S4 uh, was called S4 because... Uh, it report, it, Lazar refers to as the sport model reportedly used a radioactive compound with the atom, atomic number 115 I don't know why it's not called S115 to generate gravitational waves okay there you <laughs> go so Freddie at 5 correct well you, you clenched it Freddie but we'll do one more question just for uh, right. a fun you could still tie it no, he's at three. It's phrase four. It's five. Oh, that's five, awesome. five, two, three. Okay. Here we go. Last question. What explanation was offered to explain a UFO sighting near Kyoto, Japan in 1235? Is it A, comet, B, fire-breathing birds, C, angry gods, or D, wind blowing the stars about? Wind. What? I'm going to say the first one. You thought it was a comet? I'm going to say Comet, incorrect. Fire-breathing birds, incorrect. Angry gods, incorrect. Correct answer, wind blowing the stars about. There you have it, fellas. There you have it. So, it was by gods. There you have it. So, Freddie, with five out of ten, correct? (laughs) What is it? Percent passing, right? Hey, I mean, that's UFO trivia for you. Um, I want to believe. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense because you did break the news, so there you go. Have you guys ever wanted to travel to Roswell? Yeah. That's been a lifelong dream of mine. Where is Roswell? New Mexico. New Mexico. They have, like, the. I think they have the most, like, up to and, like, most spectacular alien museum there. Yeah, there's a lot of alien paraphernalia and events, I think, that are going on there. Really? Yeah, they well, can't travel now. <laughs> yeah. Come on, it can't be. It's probably just like skunk urine or deer urine, right? <laughs> well, funny that you mentioned, Prentice, that we can't travel now because the World Tourism Organization recently talked about how international travel has gone down. Which is very obvious. But they were interested to see where international travel would be closer to the end of the year. Because you think, you know, people are booking flights for late in the year because they're like, yeah, you know, I couldn't do anything this summer. I'm going to go to Spain in the winter, I guess. Um, But they noticed that international travel has gone down even then. And so what they're speculating is that are people just not booking international flights at the end of the year because like coronavirus is still in the head or is everyone just kind of into local travel? Like right now, if if you want to do anything, you got to do it locally. You know, if you want to explore, you'll visit the nearest city and just kind of check it out. Are people rediscovering that or, you know, we're being forced to stay at home and um, be introspective about ourselves, not only literally, but physically as well. So I feel like 
there's going to be a lot of programs going like, come visit our state. And then some of the other states are going to start opening themselves up for, well, even if it's like better living. Here's the thing. People don't want to travel internationally because they're worried they go overseas and they're not going to come back because they get quarantined. Coronavirus 2.0. Yeah. Um, however, cruise ship bookings are up for 2021, and which is, I mean, that's worldwide. And I just learned this the other day. Uh, a cruise ship, you can't, uh, it can't port in, a, in two American cities it can't go like back to back America. It has to go like it goes to go like America, then somewhere else, and then for it to go back to America again. So like, for instance, if you're if you're on a if you're on a cruise from like from to Alaska, you can't just go right from California to Washington. You have to go you got to go Seattle to Canada, then to Alaska. Something weird. is that a legal thing? Yeah, it's called the Jones Act. Yeah, it's wow. yeah. Um, you know, yeah. something I was thinking about the whole local thing is that from from like wanting to support a local like small American business like you um, since you know times are tough maybe people are thinking you know rather than fly over to France and spend some of my hard-earned money in Paris and help Parisian small businesses you know let's keep it local and American I'll travel to to Bakersfield <laughs> and, you know, spend some money there and then help out small businesses because times are tough. Definitely. Um, it's it's going to start there in the next, you know, whenever the, before this vaccine comes out for sure, you know, if, if and when, you know, um, you know, full disclosure, I work in sort of in travel. So it's just like, we talk about this. It's crazy. We're, we're trying to think of how the trends are going to be. And yeah, it's going to be domestic first. People are going to want to discover their own hometown, you know, find their own yeah. things. And, and they're not going to want to want to, you know, be in really close places. They're, they're going to want to maybe do RVs or think maybe RV stuff. Cause you know, it's their own little, their own little like enclosed little Petri dish that no one really has else Go in, but, yeah. So the same thing with planes. Um, uh, plane tickets are going to cost a lot more. They're thinking maybe you know it's going to be like the old days where it costs a lot more, and only the, the high class people are going to be able to afford wearing suits on the trip. The like they, yeah, like they did in in the fifties and sixties when when wow. the first commercial flight first started really growing. You know, it was only for the one percent, but no, I don't know. The one. <laughs> the one half of tenths of a percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I definitely want to travel. I, I, I think all everyone our, our age, you know, a lot of people want to get back, want everything to get back to normal. They want to travel. I mean, the statistics show. I don't know. Elon Musk tweeted today. <laughs> our fearless leader. <laughs> our fearless leader. He said, um, "Open America now" or something like that. Let me. Who's it? I got it. He said this is first. I think he just like put on Twitter. This is fascism or something. Oh my gosh, he's angry. He said this morning. He said free America now. Yeah, or it was technically last night, but like I think this was. I think what makes it even funnier is that it was like during an earnings call. So like they were having a board meeting, and he was tweeting during it, like just talking smack. <laughs> Uh, I hope I hope travel. Back. Um, well, I'll give you an update on what's happening in China because I have friends. <laughs> yeah, my friends are over there. My friend is China report. Yanqing and AA Guangdong. Anyway, so she was telling me that, that right now, barely now, after when was it like December when it started appearing, they've been quarantined for um, four to six months, and until right now, like towards the end of April is when they've started allowing students to go back to school in wave waves. So like think of A track and B track. They have an A group and B group and the A group. How do you get, how do you get a sign? On <laughs> <laughs> the A group in the morning, I don't know, maybe 12. <laughs> That'd be sad. And then the B group Probably. later on in the, in the, in the afternoon and while the A, the A group goes home, 
and so that they're distancing and having less people. And also the, the amount, sorry, the events that they're having, they're limiting it, limiting it. She told me to like 100 people per event or something like that, which is kind of weird, but also nice from their part to take precautious measures. And that everyone's going crazy about supplying a bunch of products so that no one gets sick and making sure that they're also recycling. Because as you see, I, I don't know if you've seen those memes of like, the worst uh, evil or disease is human disease because they're littering all over. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. Yeah. Off, and yeah. like, <laughs> like gloves and masks just on the sidewalk. Exactly. It costs a lot of money and now it's becoming a hazard for all the animals and things that have been. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's probably going to happen here in a few months. We're probably going to go back to school and they're slowly going to implement half days or something like that. And, Wow. We may, we're gonna we'll be wearing face shields, so like you're gonna be seeing little kids running right, running around in riot gear, basically. <laughs> I I was the Rogan podcast, um, you know, as a yeah. as a woke citizen of the U.S. Obviously, um, you know, he said something very insightful in an episode I was listening to recently, where he said, um, a lot of people are saying when are things gonna back to no- gonna go back to normal. But something that, that happens a lot in life is that, you know, what you have experienced seems like it's the normal thing. But in many cases, what, what lasts longer ends up being what normal is. So if for the rest of our lives, we have to practice six feet distance, we have to wear masks, and we have to do meetings on Zoom and stuff, then that really is what life is, and that's the new normal, you know? And so for us to say, when are things going to go back to normal? When are things going to go back to normal? For all we know, you know, this is the new normal. Mm, Which is very, I mean, you know, if you talk about it from like, (laughs) there's probably going to be like, like some Dr. Fauci's and stuff like that, where they're going to say, you know what, this, we, we, you know, we have trouble coming up with a vaccine. We cannot come up with a therapy in time and we do not have the, structures in place people lost jobs yeah. it's a bunch of people on unemployment maybe if something else does come back in the fall we, we gotta be like this for a lot longer and we're gonna have to streamline the way we do this we gotta make the economies still exist under the potential of uh, a virus and there's there's no like, reason that a new virus is no longer a threat we're clearly vulnerable um and unless we come up with a vaccine for every virus we're, we're going to be vulnerable to another virus. So maybe this yeah. is the new normal. I hadn't thought about that. I didn't even want to think about that. Now it's just like, man. I mean, in addition to add to that, I was also hearing people talk about the whole, you know how there's been movies about the purge? Not necessarily that we're having a purge, but that whole idea that the government locks down for a day. What if that becomes a norm where like in the future, every year, in order to help alleviate congestion and something like that, right? For a month, even or like a week or two, we're gonna start being quarantined. All right, our annual quarantine, everybody. Make sure to have everything at home. Uh, I thought you're gonna go the opposite, saying one like one day a year, everyone can just no, no social distancing, just have at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people already do that naturally, but yeah, uh, no, but like I, I, people have been talking about that that on annual quarantine, everybody. Make sure you look at our YouTube videos of. 10 top things to do at home while quarantine. And then if you don't get, if you like step outside for whatever reason, like immediate sniper. <laughs> well, let me give you the inverse now, Carlos, since you got very depressed for a second. Okay. So from what we think right now, based on what America has done, we believe that, you know, safe at home was the smart move. Um, but there are other countries like Sweden that said, we're not going to lock down. That's stupid. Herd immunity. Let's, let's go for herd immunity. A lot of people get sick initially, but people develop antibodies. People get sick here and there. Um, let, let's see what happens. You still practice. You're not. You're, they're not saying like let's all be stupid. Yeah. They're saying you know we're not going to lock down, but everyone start wearing a mask. You know, wear your gloves, wash your hands, keep social distancing, but keep on doing what you're doing. But you know, do it safely. Yeah. Um, Two years or maybe a year from now, we're going to see the results from the U.S. and a lot of countries that quarantine, yeah, and we're going to see the results from con- countries like Sweden that say, you know what, let's go for herd immunity, but let's practice, you know, best techniques. And then we're going to see who was the dumb one, who was the right one. 
You think it's going to be Sweden? Well, I don't know. We'll see. Well, in, in America, in the U.S., we'll even see it from states that are reopening early. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're right. We're going to go by state, huh? It's, it's not the U.S. It's not the United States of America. It's the individual states of America. It's the South, dude. It's, it's going to be the red states. I hate to make it political, but it's... After World War II, you know, the, the world came out with new superpowers, yeah. new powerful, bustling economies. Like, what if Sweden never shut down? Because it's like, all healthy. Yeah, they're just, oh, like, they just went for it. Like, <laughs> like they do. They're like 200, they, their life successes. None of them, like, lost jobs because they still kept it going. Like, their economy was just doing good. And then the U.S. economy died. Every other economy died. Which Sweden comes out as the new top mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. What are they known for? Sweet. Chocolate? Chocolate. Uh, it's sweet. It's Swedish. No, Swiss is so they're edu- education. Yeah, Sweden. Really good. Uh, uh, the the, the <laughs> utility knives. Women. Switzerland. Swedish is the, the blue and yellow flag. Switzerland is the red flag with the white cross. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is from Sweden. Okay, no, no. Sweden's the... Yeah, you said blue and yellow, right? Yeah. Okay, I thought you mixed it up with Norway. What color? Norway's red and white then, right? It's the same flag design, but it's just different color. Yeah. No, Sweden's blue and yellow. What's Norway? Aren't they red and white? Oh uh, yeah, Sweden is, is the blue flag with two yellow stripes. Okay, then which one's... What's Finland's? Are they white and blue? I think that's uh, Scotland is white and blue. Finland is white and blue. Okay. And Norway, Norway is red, blue, and white. Yeah. All right, what is Sweden known for besides her immunity? They're women. Stockholm. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome, potentially. Whenever you kidnap someone in Sweden, they fall in love with you. And now they're like health, their healthcare system is crazy good for Vikings. Yeah. Curling. Skiing. You know, it's northern. It's way north up there. Dude, they're fish. Swedish fish. Swedish fish. <laughs> they're plumbers. Yeah. Sweden has, has two. Oh, Swedish plumber. That's, yeah. Why are we hitting, Freddie, why are we hitting the streets and talking about this? A lot of gear. I know Switzerland is also. I know you're talking about Switzerland. Switzerland's is historically neutral as well. Sweden is a constitutional monarchy. Yeah. Oh. Are there any? Are, I didn't know there's still monarchies in Europe apart from England. The world's 11th highest per capita income. You know, guys. I think Sweden is the new superpower. Yeah. Like you heard it here first on the Sabres podcast. Top 10 for sure now because. If they were 11, you know, they were up there, and all, a lot of the top 10 countries, are just, their economies died. A lot of those countries, though, are, um, they worry about uh, underpopulation. Like, there's a small... Yeah, well, 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 yeah, Caesar, well, how free are those countries compared to us? Number three. <laughs> I'm just down. America's not even in the top 10, though. What what index is what website do you find that? America's by freedom. I mean America's countries listed but <laughs> There's probably a lot of freedom. debate about what like freedom yeah. freedom is, but you mean like um, Okay, number one is Hong Kong, apparently. What? Hong Kong what? Number two is the United States. How does Hong Kong have more freedom than than the United States, dude? New Zealand and Switzerland and Australia and Ireland. Sweden is not up there. Sweden is number like. Sweden's a fucking uh, oppressor ship, too. <laughs> well, they are a constitutional monarchy. Well, the thing is, they pay so much taxes there. No. Well, that's for the way. What now is Sweden? Oh, Sweden. Yeah. All right, well. You heard it here first in the tape first podcast. Sweden is the new world. Yeah, so we totally cool about I don't buy it. I don't buy I got. Um, let's look back at this in like in a year or something and see how we do. Yeah. And then coronavirus 2.0, the one with the 50% fatality rate comes up. <laughs> Jeez. You call it the Thanos virus? Oh, wait, by the way, I was thinking about the pair. I just saw um, Endgame again. 
Bro, we're going to have, like, remember when Peter Parker went back to school and then the next movie followed where everyone was like, the blip happened. This is yeah. a bro. Isn't that crazy? What do you mean, bro? Everyone's still here. <laughs> but not, not physically, you know what I mean? So when they go back to school and we go back to work, we're going to be like, wow, we missed you. Oh, my gosh. Even the movies were preparing us for this. If you think. Dude, it's the government, bro. Prepared? The government controls the media. They're just they're desensitizing us to everything. Like normalizing to the idea of losing 50% of the people and gaining, you know... <laughs> was it you for this movie? Or so, someone was telling me a conspiracy theory that, that was super interesting, actually. Like, like, how convenient that a virus particularly just straight destroys old people... Like, I, you always hear about how, like, Social Security needs to be cut because there's, like, a lot of people that are just going to start Dude, retiring. It, Caesar, the IRS created coronavirus. You really? not have to pay on Social Security. <laughs> um, no, that was me. But yeah, I got literally was warning us about the census, but it was the IRS. So we gotta... <laughs> but once again, I think um, the, the, the most obvious thing about that is that, of, of course, you know, a disease is going to kill the most vulnerable. So <laughs> I guess it doesn't make sense that much. I disagree, dude. Look at the 1918 flu. It killed young people more than it killed old people. Old people really didn't get it. Really? The Spanish flu? The Spanish flu killed more young people than it killed old people. Was it because, like, it just uniquely targeted? Or because the stupid it, young people it, damn uh, back? No, because it... it it thrived off the healthy immune system. Basically, it would give you pneumonia, and that's how it would kill you. You're, it would use your body against you. Whereas an old person's immune system won't fight back as much, so it wouldn't it wouldn't kill them as fast. That's really interesting. Yeah, because the virus the virus killed by complication, not by its own nature. We're calling it fake news, but it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I mean. I don't know much about the Spanish flu, but... Oh, yeah. Another thing that some little kids brought up to me is that apparently every hundred years, there's, like, a pandemic. So, like you said, in, I don't know when it... But right now it's 2020. What happened in... Span- like, what was that? Spanish flu was 1919, 1918. We had a Ebola outbreak, like, 10 years ago, or, or even five SARS. SARS before that. SARS. And then apparently every... Oh, for eight years, there's like a huge one. I don't know. But the little kids are uh, yeah. This one was pretty disappointing, dude. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, fake news. <laughs> it's just a trend. Let me see this. I'm, I'm learning about Spanish flu right now. Apparently, Freddie was right. It, but he he was he was right, but also not right. Alternative facts. Alternative facts. That it targeted younger people, um, but mortality was high in people younger than five years old. Five years old. So I'm going to say those are also very vulnerable people. So five years or younger, you mean? And I mean, this just this is from the CDC, but it seems like a kind of stupid article because it seems like they're saying mortality was high in these specific groups, but the specific group they gave are like almost every group. They said it's high in people younger than five, 20 to 40 year old, and 65 years and older. So, like, well, dude, like, I feel like in 1920, when you're 20 years old, dude, you're damn well in your 50s. You're, you're an old adult, yeah. Yeah. You don't believe in doctors. You've never seen a dentist, like, yeah. Oh, here we go. Look, so, like, in the 1820s, uh, about, there was like the plague and the cholera pandemic. Then in the in the nineteen twenties and around there, there was the this the Spanish flu that you were talking about, and now it's the coronavirus. You know, Freddie, when you talk about younger people, what my counter argument was going to be was that it makes sense that you know, like eighteen to twenty year olds got it because of like World War One and stuff. Like, um, maybe they were like in the in the front lines just getting it to each other. But I mean, if it's killing basically everyone, then that's not a good argument. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we really don't know much, and we're we're trying to speculate, but yeah, we're yeah. still in this. It's a gut check. 
Good chick. We got uh, sex robots. We got Zoom meetings. We got all this technology. The little dumbass virus killing us. <laughs> I mean, people say it, but it's it's there's some everything happens for a reason. Wake-up call, you know, our, 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 our skies are clearing up like never before. You know? well, the LA Times just wrote an article about that. Too. Yeah, it's been like that. It's been like that for a couple, you know, ever since. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, I know Protus. You haven't been here that in LA as long as like us three have, dude. But like, I gotta say, like, I've never seen LA so fucking clear. Well, let me yes. tell you. Smogcock is a lot of hot air, according to the LA Times. Declines in pollution were likely weather-related, not really because of the coronavirus shutdown thing. Really? Yeah, because it was raining a lot and stuff, it might have been why the skies were clear, not so much because we weren't driving as much. Damn, Caesar, why you got to be such a doomer? Because they compared March and April 2019 to the same period in 2020, which shows a drop in smog anyway. Because of the weather. So it's just one year to one year? Yeah. Mm. We had the same drop this year that we had last year in pollution because it starts raining a lot more, so like the sky's clearer. So, so all- you're saying I just wasn't paying attention the past year? Out of this. Okay. Yeah. But I guess maybe... But I mean, it, it, that's not to say that there wasn't a reduction. I mean, naturally, if part of driving, there has to be less pollution. Yeah. Know? But if, if if we eliminated smog, I mean, that's not really true. Smog is still here, but there has to be a reduction, you know. There's not as many cars driving. And also the planes, too. The amount of, like, United and Southwest, uh, every major airplane or every airline is cutting their thing by, like, 90%, you know? Yeah, dude, no chemtrails. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jeff goes more <laughs> to the environment than... Well, Jeff is, uh, is definitely still melting steel beams. Uh, I need to... Okay, come on. Go to 9-11. <laughs> Uh, Bernie probably thinks 9-11 was caused by Saudi Arabian beings that were Before we get into a whole other uh, conspiracy theory, I think this is a good time to uh, to wrap wrap things up. How about that, that guys? It was, a, it was a fun episode. You right before we get into this whole other conspiracy theory, I think that's a good stopping point for, for today's episode, guys. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I concur. What uh, Willie? You're you're sort of semi new. What's what's our, our ending song today? Do you, do you want a new song? A new song? Any any new song that we haven't played before? Do you guys play me singing for amor? <laughs> or or just in general a song? Yeah, let's do that. One. Let's do that. One. <laughs> for amor? Yeah, we could. We could play for amor. Yeah. Okay. Here's Willie uh, serenading Freddie with Por Amor. Please
Podcast and remember, keep, keep it, it wormy.